I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Hello, you. Well done. You've downloaded the Frank Skinner podcast. You're really going to like it if you like Frank Skinner, and I'm guessing you do because you've downloaded his podcast. Do you like Ian Lee? Yeah, that crazy guy who used to be on the TV and is really funny. You don't? Hmm, disappointing, because I would like to recommend you go and download his podcast. You might find it funny. I tell you what, why don't you go and give it a try and see if you like it? Yeah? Nice one. Here's Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. One for the podcast intro, two for the morning sun, three for the man who stands his round. Um, welcome to the... Uh, <laughs> Frank Skinner Absolute Radio Podcast. I'm here with Emily and Gareth. Hello. Hello. And um, the show's on its way. We just thought we'd give you a little preamble so you know what's what you're going to get. Sarah Millican is our special guest. She was funny. Oh, she was great. She's lovely. She's, She's nice. all lovely. And um, and I don't normally like the Geordie accent, but I liked it on her. Oh, you don't normally like it? No, I don't. I, I have a bit of a phobia about it. Did you used to um, clean toilets in the nightclub? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she cleaned toilets, that woman. She used to. Actually, Emily will know her name almost. Sophie Omagotpu. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I knew. I just knew. I think she's one of those that handed out extra strong strong mints. Oh, yeah, I don't like that when there's a man down there waiting for you. (laughs) No, no, I don't. I don't want a mint after I've urinated. I don't feel the need. I feel I've already steamed oh, myself. Oh, I like it. Lollipop and a spray of perfume. Nothing wrong with that. No, I, I really don't. I just want... When I'm in a time, I want, want to get pound, out. Yeah. What about what when you don't have the pound and then there's yeah, the big dance funny. and... Oh, I can't bear I don't it. remember the big yeah. dance. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's interesting. I'd like to... What so do they you do? Can, some modern ballet? So you can just slow dance with them instead of the pound. Is that what but it is? But wanted to that after the toilet. No, I meant the yeah. dance around the exchange okay. of the money. You knew what no, I don't. I, I don't like that. I, I don't like the idea that those people are down in the toilet all night for a start off. I think I think that just seems wrong. Mm. And um, I also don't want to give them any money. <laughs> yeah, no, that's also my main. Concern. I also feel I'm being watched by them, and I don't like being watched when I'm, I'm at the uh, urinal. I I feel that they're you know they're getting ready, they're getting poised, they're already you know they're raising a, a, an aftershave bottle and. Uh, not that I shave in the toilet, almost never. <laughs> but no, I'm against it. And luckily, most of the places I go don't have it. But I know your posh clubs go for it. Am I right, Em? Oh yeah. Do you normally give them a pound? No. Good. <laughs> I give them helpful advice. So what I give them? What, what like? Well, like for example. You can spend your whole life trying to be popular, but the size of the crowd at your funeral will still be largely dictated by the weather. That's good. That is and they good. say, Do you want a napkin? How, I say, No, no, it's fine. I, I just, I just I let it dry what, naturally. What Sophie Omagokpu would think of that advice. Well, yeah, <laughs> I think she'd that. say, That's all very well, but where's my pound? <laughs> and then I'd have to hit her. Um, praise is like perfume sniff it, but don't drink it. Oh, that's good advice. Yeah, but then you see, what would happen then <laughs> is that she'd think you were asking for perfume. Yeah, Not no, she, there true. wouldn't be a she in there. Anyway, so um, we'd, we'd, it wasn't in any way staged in the toilet, the show. No. Um, 
and I don't want anyone to think that it is because of that intro. But, um, but Sarah Millican was there. Meaning? <laughs> no, that she was in the show. Oh, OK. I thought you meant there was some sort of toilet connection. <laughs> no, no. OK, yeah, so um, Sarah Millican, Spike, as I like to call her. And uh, she um, she was great. And so, so they listened to the show and you won't regret it. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily, with Gareth. It's a hot news day. Mm. We've got a gold medal in the Winter Olympics. We've, we've won a gold medal, in case you don't know. A woman called Amy Williams, who obviously, I don't know who she is, but she's won, uh, she's won the Lady Skeleton. Oh. That's not the prize. That's, okay. that's the name of the... I wouldn't mind one of them. If it's the real one. If you, I don't think they say the ladies anymore. That's dated no. me a bit. The women's. She's won the women's... Uh, the women's skeleton is what she's... The skeleton bob, I think they call it. Oh, okay. I like a skeleton with a bob. Because I find if they have long hair, it tends to get trapped in the shoulder blades when they, uh, when they raise their arms. And uh, then they start sort of squealing and you get that horrible, completely open jaw thing. Anyway, that's... Uh, and she's apparently her twin sister watched it in the pub back home. You know, they always watch these. Oh, that's nice. I'd hate being her twin sister because everyone in that pub was looking at the twin sister and thinking, so what, what are you doing? <laughs> what, you're in a pub and your twin sister, part of the same egg, is a gold medalist. I mean, what happened to you? What are you, the albumen of the egg and she's the yolk? <gasps> that's what's going on there. So what is the skeleton bob? What does it involve? Don't call me Bob. <laughs> I've told you that before. The skeleton bob is you um, slide down a hill on a skeleton. <laughs> and uh, you don't. it's the one who loses the least amount of uh, wearing vertebrae. A, wearing a bobbed wig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Skeleton bit, bob yeah. makes the me woman think of posh spice for some reason. I can't think why. Oh, well. Oh, satire. That's a terrible thing. So, you know, it's, um, it's a bit like... Um, the bob sleigh. <laughs> a bit like the bob. Yeah. But you don't know what shoot. you're talking about, oh, either of no, 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 I, I think it doesn't matter. I think if you talk about any subject long enough, you'll understand it. <laughs> That's my theory. We've tried it on this show many times. And, OK, it's hit and miss. But, yes, it's it's like, a, you know, the luge? Mm. Well, you know, we know Mona Lisa that hangs in the luge. <laughs> no. Oh. Sorry. Um, it's like a shoot. You get down a shoot and... Uh, Somewhere between the luge and the bob sleigh. But yeah. for one. There you go, that's that sorted. That's that sport. <laughs> and all you East Enders fans will be excited because you know who's killed Archie. Oh, I mean, I what was that thing going on last night? Ghastly know. people in some awful <laughs> pub. I can watch it. <laughs> no, I think that was uh, that was the twin sister watching that. <laughs> no, uh, they should have combined the two. They should have yeah. had her in the Vic. No, it was live last night. They performed it live. And uh, not only do I not... Care who? To be, it's been so long since I watched these enders. In fact, I didn't know it was still on. <laughs> and uh, not only do I not know who killed Archie, I don't know who Archie is. Also, so his, his death has not affected me. It's bad enough when it's recorded. Why would I want to watch it when mistakes might happen? Well, apparently, two watch it live. a couple of people did fluff their lines. Did they? And, oh, and I wish I, I'd seen oh. it now. Yeah, exactly. I love the idea of all over Britain, <laughs> there'll be unemployed theatre actors going, well, of course, you see, they can't, they can't do live at all. Of course, these people, they're all right with three takes. <laughs> I'd love to. How dare them. you speak about my mother like that? Sorry, I did think of your mother when I said that, I must admit. Oh, so that so yes, so it's all happening, and uh, and Tiger Woods has, has done his big confession as well. Oh, that was a bit creepy, wasn't it? He is a bit creepy. Yeah, 
is I find um, philanderers mm. generally men who, who, who get through, like ladies men are a creepy breed. <laughs> but they are. There is something I know what you mean. You have to be a little bit sinister to be a ladies man. You women to, love that though. To be an adulterer. Oh, women, women love creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, but I think uh, all adulterers should have to do that. Be ga- sit there in a, with a semicircle of hate, everyone sitting around, having to answer for yourself. <laughs> it's a great idea. He had to sit in that little room and everyone's staring at him. Well, even the most domestic of... I mean, just <laughs> somebody from Sheffield who's, yeah. who's committed adultery would have, have to, to go get... to your local pub and everyone sits there and, and looks at you saying, Jacques, with their arms folded. Mm. I think, that, I think that's a good idea. And it should well. be broadcast on international TV. <laughs> well, now that would get dull, wouldn't it? I mean, imagine how, how, how many people there are out there. Yeah. Listening to this show now, if you're listening with a partner, I'd say the chances that that, that partner is currently having an affair is about... <laughs> it's got to be 20, 20%. 20%. <laughs> why, uh, why don't you have a chat about it while we play this? Absolute <laughs> Radio. Listen to this, this is the newspaper. It's about Tiger Woods' confession. There's a bit I said when he said, um, I do plan to return to golf one day. I don't know when that day will be. I don't rule out it will be this year. <laughs> <laughs> I felt there should be another couple of sentences that said, actually, I'm in, I'm in the thing next week. <laughs> in fact, actually, I've got to go now. I'm teeing off in ten minutes. I like that he pointed out that his wife wasn't to blame. Yeah, funny that, because we never thought she was. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say she never hit me. Can I make that yeah. clear? She's never hit me. She's been completely decent through the whole thing. Yeah. Actually, we didn't come here <laughs> to think, oh, that poor Tiger Woods has been hit by his wife. I wish I'd been sat in that semicircle. I'd have had a few things to say. Now, listen, we've had um, a text in, Frank. Samantha is in Philadelphia. Samantha. There isn't a song called that, but if there was, it would go like that. <laughs> Well, she's in Philadelphia. Okay. And she says, it's 3am in America. Me and my friends are crowded around my computer trying to sober up prior to bed. I'm, oh, she's made it sound a bit sleazy now. Um, I'm going to school in America and I've forced all my friends to listen to you. Now it's become ritual on Friday nights after coming back from the pub to listen to you until 5am. Isn't How that cool? marvellous. I can hear the clink of orthodontic braces as they laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. I'm seeing, are they having a frat party? I'm seeing pigtails. I'm seeing those college jerseys, you know. Yeah. I'm seeing pig iron. <laughs> I'm seeing all. Yeah. How marvellous. There might be some jock men there. I like jocks. There won't be any jock men there. Oh. I don't think it's that kind of thing. <laughs> frat house. You see, I don't know what a frat house is, but now I've been and said it on radio. I imagine a frat house is somewhere you go and get frat. Well, the- you got any frat? Well, do you want the uh, large or the small? The more we talk about it, the more I feel we're coming to understand it. Yeah, exactly, again. Mm. You see, all you've got to do in life is talk things through. Well, that's lovely. I love the idea of um, of pretty young women yeah. listening to this in the middle of the night. Maybe they should have a pillow fight. Yeah, they should have a pillow fight. <laughs> and they should have a baby shower. And, uh, <laughs> that's what they have, isn't it, baby showers? Don't look at me like I've said baby something wrong. <laughs> look at me like I've said something wrong. No, have, no but they might wear a baby doll nighty. They might wear a baby doll no, Now you've taken me to a place I okay. don't want to go. I want to think Let's of this. bring you back. girls expanding their minds with education. <laughs> at 3am till 5am. I bet you that after this they all watch, they watch Annie the Musical. That's my bet. <laughs> <laughs> I can see them now. Hey, hobo man. Hey, dapper Dan. You both got your style, but brother, you're never fully dressed. I'm waiting for you to join in without a smile. I'm still waiting for you to join in. <laughs> your clothes with me. I'm still waiting. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Okay, so... We've had another text from Alistair, who was talking about the show last night, and says, I love your Hamlet photo, very handsome. Oh, I know what oh, that yes. is. Yes, yes, I did I did a thing called The Bobble last night on BBC Two. Yeah, still getting TV work. Yeah. And, um... And, uh, yeah, they showed a picture of me from a newspaper article, and uh, it was, it was the, I think it's the best picture I've ever had taken. It was me looking slightly upward in a scarf. It was, it was very moody. I liked that show last night. You were, you were kind of, you were locked away for three days. I'm not saying that's why I liked it. No, I was locked away, yeah, I was locked away, well, it turned out to be four days, really. And it's very odd being completely away from the world for four days. Um, and I, I tell you what I did, this is... You know, when you get the idea you've got some time, some spare time, like, I know it never really happens in life. I thought, I'll, I'll use it constructively. And um, <laughs> I could still scarcely believe I did this, but I was in my room on my own, and I thought, you know, I've got a bit of time on my hands. I'm going to have a crack at um, levitation. How could you do that? <laughs> because it's levitating has long been, ever since I was a child, it's a thing I've fantasised about. You know, when people um, dream about flight... And you know that I, it's never. No, me. I never dreamt about that. I dreamt about getting off with Simon Le Bon. I didn't dream about <laughs> flight or levitating. Oh, okay. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, already the texts are flowing in on mm. eight, twelve, fifteen. See, I did it that time. Clever. Uh, those of you who watch this on webcam, I can't imagine how many people. I'm guessing four. <laughs> but. In case you're wondering, yes, I did do the whole dance routine to You're Never Fully Dressed Without a Smile <laughs> from the Annie the Musical during that record, and I'm not ashamed of that. I'm hoping to get through the whole album <laughs> before the end of this show. Sandy! I'm going to call him Sandy! <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that, I was thinking about the dog there, not my, um, not so, my girlfriend's mom. Last time you oh, checked yeah, and you were levitating... Dun-dun-dun, levitation, dun-dun-dun. This is the jingle. I'm You're very musical life. this morning. I am quite musical. I don't know how that's happened. Um, anyway, I uh, I think it's because I'm... Oh, anyway. Uh, yes, yeah, so I tried levitating. I went up... I, le- I raised one foot. That much mm. was easy. And then I went up onto the, the insole of the other one. And then I got right onto the toe. And for a second, I thought, if I could really believe now, I really do believe I could rise up. And I convinced myself of this. As, as I say, when I was a child, I used to dream about this. And I never wanted to soar above the clouds. I would have been happy just about four inches above the ground. Would, I'd have been so happy with. Were you on your own, Frank, when you were doing this? Yes, Reginald I was D. Hunter clattering around making an omelette or something in the no, kitchen? No, no, no. Neither Reg nor Victoria Corrin, who I was, I was uh, trapped with. Not trapped, that's not the right <laughs> word. Who I was locked up with at the time. No, and, but I, it made me honestly believe that one could levitate. If, if I, I could have done with another week in there to get the other foot up. I mean, I got <laughs> one foot up in the first hour. Hmm. It Halfway seems quite there. a weird thing to try, though. I mean, it's, I'm really impressed, but I wouldn't, that wouldn't strike me as a hobby, necessarily. Not a hobby, but it's so long been a dream. I don't know what it is really? about levitation. That is, like I, say, I don't really want to go that high. I'd just like to, I'd like to be with someone and for them to suddenly become aware of the fact that I'm not actually touching the ground. <laughs> That's what I want. I don't want, I don't want fireworks. I don't want a spectacular. I want just a hint. Just me arriving and then realising that as I come down the corridor, my feet aren't moving. I'm just sort of <laughs> going along. 
as if I was on some sort of... Uh... You see, that's what not having telly does. It drives you to do things like that. It is interesting, because we're not allowed to have telly there, obviously, in this in this house. As I said, this is for the, the TV programme I did last night called The Bubble. We had to be kept away from the news, so we had no internet, no newspapers, no phones, and no telly. And I'm not one of these people who thinks... I used to know some people in um, in places like Hampstead in... in uh, in London, where they'd say, we don't have a television, I don't think it's good for the children. See, I, I once went six weeks without a television. I would have killed the next person who came <laughs> in the house if I didn't get one. I mean, you've got to have one. It's mm. the beginning and the end. I know, obviously, radio is better. Yeah. But, um, oh, man. So we, we, found, we ended up doing things like talking. Oh. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we played cribbage. Oh, cribbage. what's that? Cribbage is a card game. Oh, I've never played that. Yeah, and... Uh, I don't know what I'd do without my telly, though. Because you know there's that book called Outliers, and it says to be an expert at something, you need about 10,000 hours of practice. Yeah. That's how long you need to spend. On levitation. Well, yeah, exactly. Are you going to spend 10,000 hours doing levitating? Well, I'm actually trying it now. I don't know if you've picked up on it. Can you not see a no. slight tension in my neck muscles? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just trying just to lift up a little. I know you're looking at me suspiciously. Like when people tilt pre-windbreaking. But it's nothing to do with that. This is... I'm heading for the stars. I'm not heading for the stars, actually. I'm heading for that second panel up on the wall. Anyway, yeah, so... Uh, but I missed out a lot. Like, I came out... When I went in to the, uh, to the bubble, Ashley Cole had been involved with one picture-texting incident. Oh, He's moved on a bit since then, love. Yes, perhaps you should explain that to me, because I've completely... I, I thought oh, well, his mate sent some stupid thing and that was it. And then I oh, You saw, didn't believe that cockamamie story, did you? I did believe that cockamamie story, <laughs> yes. Yes. And I'm not going anywhere with any puns in that area. Absolute Radio. And maybe I'll forget how much he meant to me. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah, that's a good song. So, yeah, so Ashley Cole. So what's oh, what's occurred? So much has been happening. Well, you may remember... Hold on one second. I've had, an, I've had a text come in. Sorry okay. about that, but hold, can you hold it? It says, Hi, Frank, a girl at my work, Laura Hunter, has recently had a baby named Mia. That's right. <laughs> Mia Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly... <laughs> the problem is, no one in the office gets the reference. So I thought it might give you a reason to play your favourite theme. You're absolutely correct, Dan from Leeds. Oh, Dan from Leeds. Oh, Dan from Leeds. Stop singing, Frank. What's happened to me this morning? I'm terribly sorry I interrupted your um, Ash Ashcolian oh, Ash Ashcolian <laughs> Museum. <laughs> your Ashcolian Museum of Shame. That's what I interrupted. I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay, so first of all, there was Amy Walton, 22, who he went on a vodka binge with. Oh. And that was back in 2008. Mm. Oh. Then there was Sonia... She's the hairdresser. Yeah, that's the hairdresser. Then there was Sonia Wilde, who he exchanged... Lure... There were sex texts with her. You were going to say Lou, I was going to say Lou. I'm glad you backed out of that. Then, well, after you went away, it emerged that he romped with Vicky Goff, 24. <laughs> 
It's emerged to be robbed. With a, oh, he's, he's nothing less than a fiend. And now it's come out mm. that there may have been some action with Anne Corbett when he was in America. I have to say, Gareth looked at a photo of her and said, oh, she's very pretty. And the photo of her, I said, yeah, in 1974, she was very pretty when that photo was taken. Yeah, it's she's sort it's, of sepia. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, he's gone for the older lady. And she's got a Victorian bonnet on. Um, well, oh, that's that great. That'll be the ancient civilization. Section of the Ashcolian. <laughs> ah, but surely there can't be any more women now. That m- must oh no, be that's, it. that's absolutely out of the question. <laughs> I think, in a way, t- I think one of the appeal of this for me is that is that Cheryl, mm. Cheryl Tweedy, as I perhaps I should start calling her, yeah, is um, seems to have everything. She's a very beautiful woman. Uh, she can handle herself in a downstairs toilet if it comes to it, <laughs> and um, and also she's you know she 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 sings like well like a like a bird. <laughs> the, the corn crake is the one I'm thinking of. Um, she sings, and she's, you know, she's, as I say, she's pretty attractive. She's, she's like, it's on one of the biggest shows in TV. Yeah. She seems to have everything. She's got it all, Frank. You know, it's just like, it's like the Greek tragedy or mm. the great Shakespeareans. Like, you know, you see your King Lears and your Othello. They're the great, powerful men. You've got to... The, people want to see the flaw. They want to see the weakness. Mm. They want to see that, that, that there's some pain mm. in their lives. So this now will make us love... Cheryl even more. Yeah. The fact that she falls in love with idiots. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, any Chelsea fans listening, that was Gareth who said that in case there's any mistake about the... He's an England player. He's injured at the moment, though, so... Uh, oh, that's good. I'm very happy for um, him to be dragged over the... Um, oh. Coles. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a strange tale. I, I, why, why do these people put these things in writing, in text and stuff like that? If it's all done, if it all just happens in the abstract physical mm. world, you can, you know, you can deny it. Oh, so some advice there if you're planning on cheating <laughs> from Frank Skinner. There you go. Well, I felt I, I've already exposed a few affairs earlier in the show. I think I've got to <laughs> offer some sort of a clinic now for those people who are in, in the midst of one. Never hold hands in the street with the other woman because you never know who's going to come round the corner. That's my <laughs> motto. You can always say, I know that was a woman I was overtaking if you're photographed. <laughs> yeah. OK. <sighs> Listening, Cash. Joke! <laughs> Absolute radio. <laughs> um, Roger in Bromley, um, morning, Frank. Cheryl is beautiful if you can ignore the big chavy tattoo on her leg. I think I could. <laughs> what is the big chavy tattoo? I think most blokes could ignore it, to be yeah. honest, if they're faced with Cheryl Cole. That's, and what, that's, like that's part of the joy of, um, of Cheryl Cole. It's the, mm. it's, the, it's, the be- it's the it's the Prada bag with the broken wine bottle in it. You know, it's it's the idea. Oh, that, I like that imagery. Yeah, it's if you lived, if you lived in, in, say, if your dog got over next door's garden, you were married to Cheryl Cole, and the woman come round to complain, you know that Cheryl would be very happy to go to the door and say, "Well, get on, get on, get in that garden, come on, come on, if you find your children, don't you tell me, I'm telling you, if you, some big Scottish, but she'd handle it for you, you know, and I love that. I love occasionally she looks. Uh, Simon Cowell on that show, if he says something a bit offensive, and you can see her on a northeast council estate um, about to glass somebody, and I think that's part of her sexiness. Mm. Speaking of the northeast, by the way, Sarah Milliken is our um, our guest today. Well, she's probably here, and she's probably just heard that impression, and she's probably decided not to come on the show. No, now. but I, I think she's a much more gentle, loving, warm yeah. person. But you know, we're looking forward to. I'm, I'm playing this for both of them. Thou shalt have a fishy on a little fishy. Thou shalt have a fishy when the boat comes in. 
I suggest Ashley try singing that <laughs> to try and smooth things over. <laughs> Imagine him going really badly. Yeah, you'll shave a fishing on it. Oh, now, that's broken. You've broken that. And what else? We We've had another um, text in. Remember you were talking about Amy Williams, is it, who won the Bob have Skeleton? Have we had a text in on A1250? Oh, we have. Okay. <laughs> now, you were talking about Amy Williams' sister, saying she'd be in the pub watching it on telly, yes. feeling sad she didn't have a gold medal. She was in the pub, that's a fact. Well, Clive in Sheffield says, Amy's twin being stuck in the pub means she will have missed the opportunity of taking some photos of her sister winning the skeleton. Shame. Would have been good for the family... Albumen. See what he's done. Albumen. He's mm. taken the shared egg, yolk, and <laughs> album, and he's, he's 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 embroidered and he's run with it. Um, oh, that's lovely. I'm glad he did that. It's beautiful when people join in, isn't it? Yeah. Well, well done, not so much in Nazi Germany, <laughs> but um, generally in life. Sorry, Gareth. Nothing. Hello. What happened? I don't know. I thought you were going to say something. Um, hi, Frank. That was what I was going to say. Oh, uh, hi, Gareth. <laughs> anyway. Hi. No, we've got a text from um, Roy Allsop. Um, it says, hi, Frank, did you oh, work I was at... I going to say Roy Orbison. I got really... <laughs> I, I got so built up there. I got so excited. I got a text from him and it says, you <laughs> Hi, Frank, did you work at Normid in Cornwall Road, Smethwick, years ago? If so, I worked there. My name is Roy Allsop. How are you? <laughs> What's Normid? Well... A, I didn't work there. Oh, okay. Uh, well, B, to be fair, you wouldn't have remembered Frank. You could have done all sorts. You wouldn't no, have remembered. I'd, I'd, I'd have remembered the Normid. <laughs> if, I was, if I was down the Normid, I, no, I never worked there, Roy. Sorry about that. Do you know but, what it but, is? Um, the Normid. Mm. It's. Um, you don't know. Yeah, I do know. You know that um, Sigmund Freud believed that we consist of the id and the ego, and the id is our inner animalistic being, and the ego is that which controls us. So the norm id is like the, the normal average um, ta- tastes and hungers and passions of people um, converted into a small hot. This is in Smethwick. In Smethwick. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think I it's ne- more likely to be a corner shop owned by a couple called Norman and Enid, and they've called it Normid. Oh, uh, that's, that's another possibility. What do you think, Gareth? I think it's likely to be an abbreviation of North and Midlands. Oh, Normid. Well, that's this week's phone. <laughs> What's Normid? <laughs> I should put that on the on the website. I'd like to see that. Just says what's Normid, and then people can work it out from there. That'd be brilliant. Oh. I love it when we get as as text. You know. <laughs> yes. No, I've got another one. Robbie oh. Harrison. Oh, he's a, that's oh. on a roll. Hey. Um, I That's heard- a good one. I like. <laughs> He's on a Bob Skeleton I like the he, he adopts the sort of person. So he goes, Hi, Frank. And I, he was someone else there. It's brilliant. <laughs> I heard the link about Emily wanting to go on a milk float. Oh, yeah. Last week, that was. I it? think it was from the... Um, yes. Um, if you would like to, it can be arranged as I have one. <gasps> Robbie. Oh, Frank, please, can I go? Oh, I really want to go on a milk float. Is it pink? Okay, what I want you to do, now, let's try this. I want you to t- just say what you what you would say. Say if I'm this, what's he called, this guy? Robbie. If I'm Robbie, right, yeah. we're out on the milk float. Oh, yeah. Robbie Harris. So, so let's, let's just pretend that. So, are you having a nice time, uh, Emily? Oh, it's rather slow, isn't it? What's going on here? Hello, Mr Jones, do you want your orange juice? <laughs> so oh, that was it, that would be the I really want, I'll be like the Nana in Benidorm. Uh, I asked for a milk float sound effect. I think that was the flying <laughs> Scotsman pulling into Houston. <laughs> but, you know, it's all right, it's all right. Um, well, I think we should do that. 
Has, has oh, he, please come here, Emily that. on the milk float. Yeah, has he left any contact details? Don't, um, don't read them don't out. Read everyone, them out. the whole nation, will be on his milk float. It can. It, we can no. use the mo- milk float to drop me at the Baftas. Yes, I'm going to the <laughs> Baftas tomorrow. On that point, I think I'd love to see you arrive. Just. <laughs> Milk flap pull up at the end of the red carpet would be the best thing that's ever happened. Do you'll be go go. Sarah Millican is our guest today. She'll be in shortly. Oh, with no regional stereotyping on this show. We shall have a little fishy on a dishy waiting for her when she comes in. Yeah, I'm thinking of some sort of sprat. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Do you know what? You know that thing where you um. I did a gig in Aberdeen this week. Did you? And we arrived on the train and got When you say we, do you have an an entourage? (laughs) (laughs) He has an assistant. I was um, was supporting Rod Gilbert for a couple of nights on, so it was me and him. Okay. And when we got off the train, Aberdeen smells of fish. Mm. It's not actually a port, is it? Yeah, I think it's by the sea. Is it? Okay. I think it is, and... What what you realised straight away was That's Scotland, isn't it? Yes, in Scotland. You have to remember this because we're gonna not be able to smell this after a while. But this is what everywhere smells like here. Right. Do you know what I mean? When the smell just overtakes you. Yeah, I don't associate Aberdeen with fish no. at all. I associate oh. it with uh, granite. Hmm. Well, I can smell granite. Well, I don't know what granite smells, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> What's that smell? Can't put my finger on it. Yeah, exactly. Also, right, I was walking through a door. I walked through a door in Aberdeen. I love this. is a great anecdote. Oh, <laughs> what, in a David Copperfield-type way? <laughs> well, no, someone had opened it. Oh, I, okay. was, I was having a bad day. It was raining. I was freezing cold. I was trudging around by myself. Oh. Ron had gone to his he hotel. Smelled, he smelled of fish. Let me oh. yeah. um, and um, th- I walked through a door. And what I hadn't realised is there was a man there and he'd opened the door for me. Okay. But I hadn't realised he'd done that. Mm. So I just walked through and he said, Oh, don't say thank you. Oh. Oh. And like... So did a nice thing for someone, but then because I didn't say thank you, did something incredibly rude by breaking, you know, the by... social contract. Yeah, well, breaking can the I social say contract. what I call the social contract. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm in I a do... tricky situation here because I'm with the the unnamed um, fishy Scotsman. <laughs> Frank, what? so am I. Yeah. I'm with the man. I think I you know if it. I because I open the, I have a thing if I open the door for someone and they don't say thank you, I say oh don't mention it. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> And I went into my flats, and I live in quite nice flats, I'll be... Yes, I'm not ashamed to admit that. And there's some quite posh people living there. And, of course, posh people, that they're used to having the door held open for them by, by footmen and, and things like mm. that. So I held the door open for this bloke, and I did and they my... they assume you're the doorman. Yeah, I think they do. Do you yeah. wear your little sort of hat? <laughs> no, I was wearing a tan leather bomber jacket and a red dicky bow and saying you can't come in here wearing that. Um, I was a Birmingham doorman more than a... <laughs> So um, I said to uh, I said to this bloke I said that you know oh don't mention it oh you didn't and he said what <gasps> oh he rumbled you and I said um, I expected you to say uh, thank you when I opened the door and we got into the lift together it's a proper <laughs> inset, full blown incident and he said to me um, yeah I'm not really used to people uh, giving me advice on my manners he didn't say that yeah, <gasps> yeah. and I said I said no, I no. want to shake his and hand I said no no I, I guessed that. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> and it was, we were in a lift. I thought we were going to have a fight. What floor were you on by that stage? We were going to have a fight in a lift. I mean, that'd be terrible. Imagine a lift, getting into a lift, <laughs> those two blokes having a fight <laughs> about manners. Excuse me, we, we've been having this fight for a while, if you could just... But he got out and he got it with a very sarcastic, right, well, good night then. And I said, yeah. No, I'm, I'm fully on his side because I was like, 
You're on that bloke's side. Yes, because, like, what's worse? Oh, what's worse? I can't believe that. You doing something nice for someone and not getting a thank you, or, like, invading their space and questioning how they live their life and calling them up on their actions. Well, no, I'm I mean... I'm going to answer that question. Okay. okay. What you did was worse. Oh. What you did was worse. I disagree. Oh. And well. I don't know what we're going to do about this. <laughs> well, right. Well, let me... Should we go in the not, lift? Not only are you fired, but you're going to have to open the door for yourself as you leave. <laughs> To escort yourself out the building. No, I think I think it's completely unacceptable. I am with you, Frank. I have to say. I mean, I don't get. I don't come out with the bon mot like you. I just go, thank you, in that really nasty, shrill tone of voice. Yeah, but you do that you. when you are genuinely grateful. <laughs> well. I find the only voice you really have is the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> oh. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We have been joined by Sarah Milliken in the studio. Good morning, Sarah. Hello, how are you? I'm all right. Have you forgiven me for when the boat comes No. <laughs> Just waiting for the theme music from Off Weeders in Pet to come in soon. Oh, it's Spender. Such, it's such a great tune, though. It's, <laughs> Spender would have been a fabulous piece of obscurity. <laughs> I'd have been particularly happy with that. So, um, yeah, we were just in the middle of a, of a politeness A heated debate. debate. What, yes. What's your view? Did you, you heard that about Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I think... I think you're right, and I think Gareth's wrong. I think Gareth's okay, not only wrong, right, okay. I think, I think Gareth's bonkers as well. He's not just wrong, he's actually bonkers. We have had a text in as well really? from a postman called Matt, uh, Matt in Kingston. He says, hey, Frank, I'm a postie, and when I say good morning and the person blanks me, I carry on, and I say, oh, morning, postie, isn't it cold? I is. like that. I tell you what I like about that is he's adopted the fact that everyone would call him Posty. <laughs> which is lovely. Bless him. Well, I'm with him. I'm with Posty on that one. Yeah. I imagine you're a very polite person. So. Uh, I can get angry, though, if people don't... Like, if I was to hold the door open for you, mm. Gareth, and you didn't say thank you, then I would just shout, you're welcome! And then sometimes it prompts people into saying thank you. I mean, same in the car, whenever I flash anybody in, if they don't say... I, I sometimes do that wave to say, you're welcome, when they haven't waved to say thank you, and it prompts people into doing it. So it's like, I'm forcing people to be polite. Yeah, <laughs> sar- like sarcasm is your yeah, weapon. Yeah, it, it is. It? It's road sarcasm, not road rage. <laughs> 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 so, um, Sarah, we should begin by saying that you're uh, you're about to go on tour. Oh yes, uh, in October. It's okay. ages away. It's not. Oh, sorry. So, what are you plugging today? I've, I'm uh, lost. Radio show. Oh, sorry. I've, got, I've started. <laughs> Come on, Frank. Oh, I've started plugging the wrong thing. Oh, ter- <laughs> how embarrassing! I apologise profoundly, of course. Otherwise, you'll go. Oh, sorry, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so your radio show is on Radio Four. Yes, it started on Thursday night. Could you? Um, could you explain it to us briefly? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> well, oh okay. Don't even open-ended a question like that. Yes, <laughs> it's just, uh, it's comedy, obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, I solve people's problems. So we have people in the audience, and we have, like, a theme of the week, like, or, like, two problems that we discuss in the week. But also, this it's sort of, there are script, it's, it is scripted and actors and things, so it's not just down to just the audience, because that's too scary if it's just the audience. Yeah. Then it may be rubbish, because sometimes audiences are really, you know, have got loads of stories, and sometimes they haven't. So we haven't relied totally on that. <laughs> that we is true. We have scripted some stuff. Yeah. But it's yeah, it went really well, and it, it's been really well received on Thursday night. So that's nice. It's are you good. are you the sort of person who friends go to with their yes. problems? And I think it's because I've just got loads of problems. Oh, <laughs> right oh she's done that. Let's go to her. I think that's all it is. So it's a calls to Newcastle, sort of <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I am. I think I'm quite sort of sensible 
to the point of dull sometimes. <laughs> well, that, that's what you want from an advisor, isn't it? Sensible <laughs> yeah. to the point of dull. Well, yeah, they don't have to take the advice, but they can listen to it. So you, I should, I should point out, I think, um, um, Emily, we should get, are you ready to applaud? Because oh, we, yeah. have, we have not one, but two Chortle Award nominees in the studio. <laughs> I like, so there you go. <laughs> what about that? So Gareth's been yes. nominated for... Um, best Newcomer. Yes. Most impolite comedian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the only one to get the award without saying thank you to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> and what are you nominated for, Sarah? Uh, best headliner. Oh, well, that's better, isn't it? Yeah, clearly. <laughs> oh. And I'll be polite, so... Yeah, there you go. You see, politeness in the end yeah. reaps yeah. its rewards. How exciting. Will there be some sort of award ceremony I can wear a dress to? Uh, you can go if you like, but I'll not be there because I'm in Australia. Oh. So you could go in my place and collect if I win, if you want. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. OK, that'll be yeah, great. You, you can maybe go in my place as well because <laughs> I think I'm in Oldham. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what, for fun or for work? For work, OK. Yeah. Do you know the way to Oldham? <laughs> Answers on a uh, text message. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Sarah Milliken is our guest this morning and she's solving the nation's problems. Apparently so. (laughs) (laughs) The texts have been coming thick and fast for Sarah. Mainly thick, I'm guessing. (laughs) (laughs) Go on, fire away. We've had a lovely one in from Florence. Hi Sarah, I'm a big fan of yours, hope to see you live soon. My problem is that I have to go for dinner with my boyfriend's best friend and his girlfriend next week and I don't like her at all. She's very rude and has no manners. I can't get out of it, but I don't know how to survive the experience. Can you help, Florence? Uh, I think if there's two other people there, so she's got a boyfriend there and a boyfriend's best friend there, she could totally get away with not even talking to the girl. Oh, that's good. Just occasionally, this is the woman who's champion politeness. (laughs) No, but she's—if she's rude, if the friend is rude, if the girlfriend's the best friend's girlfriend is rude, she doesn't deserve to be spoken to. But is this 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 other woman? Is Mm. is she an ex of of the bloke, or is she just a friend? Oh no, you're bringing those complications (laughs) into it. Because I often find the best friend wants to be the girlfriend, don't they? Well, the best friend is a bloke in this scenario. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh well, you see, you've been reading... I think, I've, I think I've established the fact that he's gay. And that's, he's gay. that's where the whole tension is. So that you've been reading photo stories in the sun. If you think that's complicated. Is the, is the writing in those? Apparently. <laughs> I haven't noticed that. Oh, that's... And um, Chris in Derby says, does Sarah know if there's any book that can translate teenage grunts into words that we can all understand? So communicating with teenagers... How do, uh, what do you recommend? Well, I don't have children, so I'm probably not the best person to ask for that. But do you I go out just... with very young men, ever? <laughs> I have done. Well, that would help. <laughs> well, yeah. Did they grow? Yeah, you? they did a lot. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I need a translator, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can I give that a little round of applause? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I, don't, I think you just need to ignore them till they talk properly, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd do me. Well, that's lovely. So uh, you mentioned... That, oh, can I... I know I don't want to put you on the spot, but it says but on you're my... going to anyway. <laughs> yes, it says my list of things about Sarah oh. Millican. She can do a good honking car oh, horn. Oh, do you only hear it? Is that what it says? Yeah. Is that on, like, my CV? Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. basically it. It's actually the only thing I can do, yes. It just says that and the fact you're on to plug your tour in October. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That is good. Thank you. Good. One yes. more time. <laughs> My friend bought me a bike horn for no reason whatsoever, and I used to squeeze it. And whenever anybody said something funny around us and I couldn't be bothered to respond, I would just 
back at them and then I thought well this is no good because I'm going to have to carry this with us so instead <laughs> I just learned how to do it <laughs> over months <laughs> just practised in the house on my own that sounds quite tragic have now. you ever tried levitation? no <laughs> do you think that's the next step? I think is, that, is that what happened with David Copperfield? he started off just doing a, a car horn noise a bike horn and then he started levitating well I think what he, you know when I noticed when you did the car when you actually reached and that. squeezed it yes well I think that David Copperfield's was set a little higher than yours and as he reached up to squeeze it, he, he suddenly noticed he was three feet from the floor. Wow, that, that must have been a good day. That could have happened to anyone. So um, you're off to Australia soon. Yes, in the middle of March. Have you for done the... for the Melbourne Festival? Yes. Are you a, are you a fan of Australia? Uh, yes, I went there last year and did the festival for the first time, and it went really well. And it was funny. It, I was a bit annoyed uh, that I couldn't cuddle a koala. I'd been told that this was almost obligatory when you get a step into the country. But in the state of Victoria, it's not allowed. You're allowed to look at them, but you're not allowed to cuddle them. So I'm going to have to go out of the state because I just really want to cuddle a koala. Well, I have to say, when I was there, I, I, they told me this. And we went to this place where there was koalas. And I said to the guy, look, you know, I'm, uh, I'd really love to cuddle a koala. And he said, oh, well, you know, the thing is, mate, so they've all got chlamydia. Oh, and I God. said, that's lucky, so have I. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got nothing to lose. And I got to hold, a, 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 oh. a, a, and I've got the picture. Oh. I'm wearing an England football shirt, and, and the, 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 the black claws <laughs> of the koala are just hooked <laughs> on the slightly raised badge. He's just getting a bit of purchase on the England badge. It's a great... Was it, was it nice and furry? Um, it was actually, it was a bit coarse. Oh. Yeah, they're supposed to smell quite bad as well, but I don't mind. I've had boyfriends, it's fine. Well, it was, oh, exactly. they smell of eucalyptus because they eat... Oh, well, it's sort of they, keep your sinuses is clear. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, a bit like, it's a bit like hogging an old age pensioner who's been on the halls mentholyptus <laughs> lozenges. Absolute radio. We've had a bit of, we've had a bit of a, you've, yeah. you've created a storm, is what yeah. you've done. Melanie has texted in, manners are a common courtesy and if someone hasn't got them, it shows a complete disregard for their fellow man and a high degree of selfishness. Is Gareth the sort of person that won't hold a door open for someone? Thanks, Melanie. Right, I'm being misrepresented. Well, let me just <laughs> let me just read this one in response. Frank, seems you only open doors to garner praise. Oh. Not to be polite. Are your manners any more sincere than someone whose lack of thanks might be a mere lapse? <gasps> I like that. I like. Oh. I must say, I must like garner praise. It's not often. I don't, that's the first word, garner. James first Garner, you I don't like, hear that often. James Garner, oh marvellous. <laughs> 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 yeah. Rockford Files, ladies and gentlemen, in case you're all coming, oh, what was that great tune? Yeah, well, uh, no, it has, it's caused a storm. Mm. Uh, no, I, I, w- I say thank you to people. If I saw the man holding it, I would have said thank you. But it was his attack after I, you know, didn't see him there. That, OK, let it go. You know, Just sometimes than... you have to think, I've lost, I'll move I've on. i painted as some sort of monster. I, I like the <laughs> fact that Tiger Woods is prepared to apologise for all the <laughs> terrible things he's done. But um, <laughs> Gareth is fighting this. He's fighting it. By the way, we um, if you like this show, the people do. Oh, no, don't don't look surprised like that. People <laughs> we've do. We've got fans in Philadelphia, PA, and we've Germany. We've got fans in Philadelphia, PA. Philly fans. We've got yeah. Phillies in Philly. Yeah. That's what we've got. I'm imagining them now in cottage cheese, but of course that would be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been to Philadelphia. I've I've seen the Liberty Bell. Hmm. I've I've played at the Veterans Stadium. I played softball in a team that was captained by Bill Cosby. How was about that then? <laughs> My uh, Jimmy Savile impression needs a bit of work. I think we do. We do a midweek podcast, by the way. This show goes out as a podcast, but um, in, on Wednesdays 
we put out a podcast of stuff that's completely different material that's, that's not anywhere else available other mm. than on that podcast. Original material, that's what we're calling it. <laughs> so listen to that. And when you're doing that on the internet, I suggest you also go onto the Chortle website and vote for Gareth Richards as the best newcomer oh, of the Oh, yeah, year. I'm going to do that. Well, yeah. they should, you know, they should look at the candidates and decide who they think is, you know, they want to vote for. Yeah, OK, Sarah don't Millican vote. As well. Because, but, obviously, you, know, you should definitely you know. vote for Sarah Millican. So if you vote for Sarah Millican, you're going to thank you. Mm. That's the big oh, difference. Oh, for goodness sake! So, um, I'm off to, after this, I, I'm going to go to um, the BBC mm. in London, and I'm going to be a judge on Let's Dance for Sport Relief. Oh, how exciting! Yes, I'm only going to the BAFTAs tomorrow. Anyway, talk about talk about sport relief. <laughs> um, so, well, at least mine's for charity. <laughs> yeah, so I have to watch um, celebrities and newsreaders and that dance. And it's a bit tricky because I'm a judge, mm. and my favourite judges on on the talent shows are the ones who are you know vicious in the extreme. Well, but that's I it. Know, I don't know if you can do that on a charity event. Well, I think if people if you get it right. Simon Kelsing is he's mean, but he does seem to get it right, doesn't he? Mm. You know, if you tell the truth, speak. You just got to tell them they nailed it. That's what they always say, isn't it? Yeah, but what if they're? Yeah. Some of them will be rubbish to the point of they will be embarrassment. Yeah. Just say seven. That's what you do if you're a judge. Okay, I'll, I'll try that. Or try try alliteration like Arlene Phillips used to do. <laughs> just do alliteration. Yeah, that but... was filthy. No, well, so once you've started with the F, <laughs> you're already in trouble. I, I won't, I won't be rest. doing that. No, yeah, so, um, well, I'll have to see how it goes. I mean, it's live. I could make a complete fool of myself, let's put it that way. I'm, I'm going to... Shall I make a big pledge now that at one point I'm going to look to camera and go, <laughs> the sun will come out tomorrow, but you bottom dollar there. I better not do that. You have that. to um, get pig iron in at some point. Oh, that'd be great to get pig iron in. <laughs> Oh man! Before people watch it, who think we get that? <laughs> and the rest of the nation think that man's just had an aneurysm. <laughs> oh well. So anyway, it's been lovely. Uh, do tune into our midweek podcast because otherwise, people are absolute snigger when we walk past them. In a snigger, in a kind of a no one listens to your midweek podcast kind of way, and I personally I hate, hate that. that. Um, good day to you. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.